Wait, what? Is this it? I. Yeah. Oh. I think this is us. <clears throat> Hi. Hey. <laughs> All right. You throw it out. Throw it out there. I'm going to put it out there. Watch this. You fucking ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, One piece of advice. I got a piece of advice for you, people. Be honest. Be honest. He knows more than you can imagine. The Matrix. The Matrix. At last. Welcome, Neo. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. He is Morpheus. No. And Neo. The honor is mine. Please, come. Sit. We got a lot to talk about this week. And we're going to stuff it all in. But we're going to start with arguably the greatest, well, one of the greatest science fiction action films of all time. Fucking agreed. The I Matrix. Uh, right now, you're nothing. A bit like Alice. Nothing like it. No. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. 1999. E- easily never seen anything quite like this before. Uh, Why do you think that this film was so successful and you know as far as story or what do you think my feeling has always been on this movie that uh, the biggest reason I think I knew it more so especially compared once I saw the uh, the sequels to the movie that this film I think when it begins you're you're in the shoes of Neo, that the Wachowskis were very careful. I saw Bound. I respected that movie. Loved fucking Gina Gershon after that. Um, and that showed a lot of technical prowess. I mean, you, you knew they were gifted. But then The Matrix started getting advertised, and I, I saw it opening night. I sat in the theater on my own without any friends by me. I bought the ticket by myself, and the theater was packed. And... Everybody sat there in the theater, and we watched that opening that opening scene, which apparently Joel Silver had. Joel Silver wanted to produce the film, and he had to convince Warner Brothers that uh, that it was a good idea. So he he told them, "Give give me give me some money to make the movie." And they said, "You know what we're going to do? We'll give you like I think ten or fifteen million dollars to make this movie." Because the concepts that you're talking about are crazy. They're crazy for uh, unproven directors like the Wachowskis. So what they ended up doing was they took all of that that money and they made a 10-minute prologue to the film. And that's the opening that you see with Carrie Ann Moss where she does the bullet time, the famous bullet time thing, and and Agent Smith, a wonderful... Um, I don't know. Do you you think uh, that's considering bullet Hugo time? Weaving. Her running on the wall, you mean? I thought that was part... Yeah, I thought that was bullet time. Her uh, Not her running on the wall, her jumping up when the guard came in and the camera panning around her. The camera's panning okay, around okay. her super fast. But that whole sequence with her running across the rooftops, diving through the 
window to the bottom floor, flipping around with the guns. That whole opening sequence, they used all of the money to make that opening sequence. And um, that is what they showed to Warner Brothers and said, this is what the movie will look like if you give us the budget. And, and based on that, I want to say Warner's gave them $60 million and said, fuck it, go for it. So then they, then they went nuts. It's an ambitious story, right? But really what I think the core element about this film is, is that brings us in as an audience is that we are Neo. Yeah. We go along with Neo on the ride. More more uh, obvious to us when we watch the sequels that don't attach us directly to the main protagonist like this film does. Yes. You know, this one, we're... I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I agree because the Matrix one was a film that was grounded to reality you were like you said you're taking this ride with neo it's the real world then all of a sudden they throw at you it's not the real world and you're sucked into this like amazing come to life science fiction cyberpunk comic book that just explodes on the screen and all these amazing images the director of photography the cinematographer bill pope Bill Pope, amazing. The amazing. Guy, he he did the scenes in Bound. I mean, some of the scenes in Bound are amazing. I mean, he, he also he also was part of uh, Army. He did the um, the cinematography for Army of Darkness, um, Dark Man. It just, Dark Man, yeah. Army oh. of Darkness, Dark Man. He did Bound. He did The Matrix. I mean, this is like he did Spider Man Two. Uh, which was the best of that I trilogy. Mean, the scene on the train with the... Uh, Excellent. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful, yeah, beautiful the guy, moment. The really. guy is so talented. He's very talented. Yeah. And uh, and the whole this whole movie was... I mean, it, so we're talking... The last three movies that we've spoken... This is the third. The yeah. last two movies we talked about changed the face of cinema. I think Fight Club did. I Hell think yeah. Back to the Future Hell yeah. elevated the, uh, the the face of cinema. And I think The Matrix, unquestionably, maybe more than the other two, changed the face of cinema. It and altered. So cool. uh, and the, cool. I think the spiritual undertones to it really spoke to me, but it, it's listening to things like this from Morpheus. Yeah, and the real one. Not knowing the difference between the real world and the dream world, and the fact that there is an alternative world going on, it's a dream that I think that all of us have, especially movie watchers. I think it's that's why we liked people like me, people that like films like this. We all want to feel like Neo. We all wish that there was that one thing that that guy that approached us, or that woman that approached us, like Trinity does in the club, and. Calls us out and say and says you are the one. It's maybe yeah. maybe it's that super id complex that we all have, but we all want to be that superhero. We all want to be. Of course, we want to. We want that calling. And this film, this journey that we take with Neo, we are him. We go through it. We we awaken to yes. the reality, and it's disturbing. And at just first. to say to have Carrie Ann Moss. How beautiful and amazing, She's gorgeous, amazingly oh, hot she looked in this film. She looks so to great. To come up to him and tell him, "Yeah, <laughs> come with me. You're That's, the one." And he sees her as he's like, "You're the, you're you're Trinity," and it's a great line yeah, too. She's uh, like famous. Yeah, she's famous. I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were a guy. Yeah, yeah. Mo- most guys do. It's great. It's a great line. 
Um, one fantastic thing after another it revealed is. in this film. Just the style keep being of it and the uh, yeah, and the whole look of it just seems so crazy when he's looking out. We're we're looking at brief clips here. We watched the movie before before yeah. we sat down to do this, and um, we're rewatching it again actually a bit here as we talk to you. Uh, just the whole the whole point of the pods when he wakes up and fantastic. those spiders come to to. And he sees the pods all around him with the with the human beings all asleep, and he doesn't know that that could easily be a dream to him. Yeah. But it's a it's a fucking nightmare. He realizes reality is a nightmare, yeah. and it hasn't been explained to him yet. But and the way it's brought to life by these filmmakers, the, the visuals visually stunning. I mean, some of the yeah, just the, some of the ideas they say were taken from. Uh, the um, filmmaker Otomo Katsuhiro, who did Akira, and uh, a lot of the the uh, imagery and stuff was put together by uh, Michel Gondry, who did Eternal Sunshine and the uh, Spotless Mind. And I didn't know that actually, yeah. and he's amazing. Yeah, he's, these, um, these are such talented people, all brought together to create one of the most amazing sci-fi films of all time. I'm going to say that I I thought so then, at, by the, especially by the end of the movie. Um, but uh, maybe we can wait to go there. But he, by the by, the conclusion of the film, and then months later, I remember being very aware that this movie had uh, it not only taken me on a journey, but it had accomplished it. It just had accomplished so much. It was just such a well defined first, second, and third act. Yeah, uh, I I didn't need the sequels. I don't think that anybody did. I think that the movie stood great. <laughs> we on all their wanted own. them, I, but when yeah, they came out, we were like, the, "Oh, yeah." I don't know some really it, great scenes in them, but yeah, you know, all together, yeah, they weren't the Matrix, which they weren't fantastic. No, it wasn't that same journey you were taking. You weren't you weren't uh, Neo anymore. Now Neo was this superhuman guy, and um, there were all these other subplots involved. It was almost like the original Star Wars trilogy and then George Lucas's next trilogy. It was, whereas we we could identify with a lot of that original trilogy, except for Jedi, which right. I think sucks cock. But then you go over to that next trilogy that he gives you and it's just some digital... I just want to say, you just said the Return of the Jedi sucks. Oh, well, you know what? You You know what it is? You know what it is? I got to take that back. Okay. Thank you. Okay. The Ewoks suck cock. Now, this is why. And I'm going to tell you. Are you ready? Go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Chewbacca. What is he? He's a Wookiee. What is he? He's a Wookiee. He's a fucking Wookiee. Okay, so what was what 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 was Endor supposed to be? The midget version of the Wookiees. No, 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 I'm no. Sorry, no. the little uh, people. Uh, I didn't mean to say that, but I'm saying it. I'm not editing that out. People, the small people, the little people of the Wookiee okay. race. But there okay. aren't small people. I think I've misled you race? down this path, and I've thank you. I, I set you up, and I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. But listen, let's go back a little bit. This no. is, this this was the point of my question to you. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, of of my statement, it was supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi. It was supposed to be yeah, um, a planet of Wookies. Okay, uh, but to tone it down, that's when the sellout began. You know, you had such a hardcore empire. When you were a kid, you loved Return of the Jedi. I remember you had a Return of the Jedi party. You I'm going to snuff you out. I know. I'm going to snuff you out. Well. How dare you? That's how long I've what known you. What have you done? 
what have you done to me? This is number three right now. I'm going to tell you something, old boy. Yes, sir, Wes. You're going down. <laughs> You're going downtown. Listen. You know what? Maybe I liked it when I was fucking eight years old. But as I grew older and became more knowledgeable in cinema and began and be, and saw and don't um, lose the magic. Yeah, but uh, we're magic. I mean, uh, are you kidding? Look, th- there are such such beautiful dark moments in that film with the emperor and uh, Luke and his father. And it's I think that scene at the end it always gets me a little teared up when. Come on, the opening on Tatooine. I'm sorry. You tear up at the end when they're celebrating on the Ewok planet? No. What I tear up on is when <laughs> fucking Darth, you know, really Anakin, let's be honest, he's becoming right. back. He's, he's becoming Anakin again. His son has brought love back into his heart. Right. When he throws the fucking emperor down that chasm, um, th- it, 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 look, <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same outfit, right? It's the same mask we've been looking at for, okay. for two other movies. Yes. But for some reason, it looks sad. For some reason, it looks empathetic. It looks like he cares for his son. It's unbelievable. It's, inc- it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and as he's watching this evil, wicked, the most wicked emperor in the known galaxy, right. you know, um, torture and kill his son, right? He he turns right, and he that 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 spark of goodness in him gets back, and he and he and he kills the emperor and turns his back on and the dark side, protecting of the his son, and he protects his son. Meanwhile, the dark side is so powerful, and it is, and you he's all what? fucked up when he takes that helmet off, and then he's got a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but but anyway. But Darth that, Vader means dark father. The words Darth Vader means dark father. Okay, so you're saying Vader is father translated in I, some kind of... I, I can't believe I don't know. <laughs> I saw you going yeah, to go to Google gonna, Translate you know, I was gonna, there. Yeah. Should we translate I'm not going to research it because okay. this is the deal. Tell me. We were, wait, we were discussing The Matrix because it yes. is one of the greatest science fiction films of okay, all time. Okay, yeah. Let me go but back look, to wait, my no, thought. Look what it brought us to. Just remind me to go back to my it thought. It brought us to Star Wars, which proves that Star Wars... Oh, Star, no doubt. As a whole, is Empire Strikes Back the greatest is an amazing science fiction story of all Empire time. Empire is fucking amazing. And we are two of the biggest geeks on the planet at this moment. <laughs> and this is our third podcast. Fucking right it I'm is. I'm old boy. Fuck, uh, this is Wes. I'm Wes. And this is the Wes and old boy chronicles. Exactly. And we are doing what we do. Doing just venting we do. about movies. Venting about movies. Because we are. We're celebrating them. We're movie fanatics. And we're freaking passionate as hell. And we're pa- you you want to know what time it is, people? It's four in the fucking morning, man. Four, yeah. And we're giving you our 423 in the morning. My wife, his fiance, asleep in the other room. Maybe we are not. here. Well, <laughs> Maybe, who they're knows? not going to be sleeping for very long I after know. we start going. But tell you what, man, we are committed. And we are. Yeah. We're, and, this is the mountaintop we are yelling our praise from. And, and uh, we're going to start the next part of the show we're going to talk about an amazing trailer that just hit uh it's called black mass it's johnny Depp. well i gotta cut you off here now and just for two seconds and complete my thought oh because sure. as i've listened to the last few episodes i've noticed that i've gone from one thought and not completed it at all and okay. then as i'm listening i'm thinking jesus that's about 70 thoughts that i brought up started and didn't complete i'm gonna complete this one god damn it go for it I think that The Matrix is so good, it should have been nominated for Best Picture and fucking won that year. 
Here, here. Okay, because I don't remember what did. Uh, it was after Titanic had done its thing. It was two years later. But, but yeah, I don't know. 99? Yeah. I don't know what won that year. Maybe English Patient was 95. <laughs> so I, I think I hope six. it wasn't the English Patient. It, traffic, I think, was 2000. Because I think that the English Patient... Oh. Traffic was 2000. What the fuck was uh, 99? Well, what else were you going to say? You think it should? I been- just think it should have been nominated for best picture. That's how good sci-fi doesn't get recognized that way. I, I understand that, but 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 that's a closed-minded view to have of this film. It's it's not just a sci-fi film. There's so much happening there. That so much spirituality. There's so much beauty to it. And, and by the end of the film, you and I were discussing before when Neo no longer sees the 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 fake world. Okay, the Matrix. Yeah. You know, when he no longer sees the that world as f- inhabited by physical beings and physical space, but he actually sees it. He sees it as code. So he is no longer uh, trapped within it. He's no longer seduced by it. He 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 has completely separated from from the Matrix. Yeah. Um, and he sees it in code, and which which enables him to break the code and to come back to life. Right? We were talking before. You were saying that Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus, awesome performance oh. as Morpheus, defining, defining. Career, career defining. Thank God it wasn't Sean Connery. Well, why? What would he have sounded like, by the way, if he said, "Neo, <laughs> I, I'm going to teach you some kung fu that uh, I learned in Wales," something like he... that? Yeah, I, no, he... thank God. You sound good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good impersonation. Oh shit! I love Catherine Zeta-Jones has a great ass. Sorkin Trotman, a wonderful ass. I love, <laughs> I love your impersonation of him. Sick, fucking great. So I we, love Shawnee. Oh my god, he's great. Have he's you ever great. taken a blood oath, Mister Nash? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have now. What are you prepared to do? <laughs> Everybody knows where the liquor is. <laughs> this is a raid. That's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. he's a fucking man. But that year. Best picture. Okay, yeah. What what was it? American Beauty. Well, it's a great Sam yeah. Mendes and yeah. our introduction to Sam, and this is better than fucking American Beauty. Oh, for sure. People but are it, still talking about this. Yeah. I okay. mean, it was up against The Sixth Sense. Okay. The okay. Insider, Michael Mann. Yeah, no. Oh, the Green Mile. But come on, dude. What's going Frank on? Frank Darabont. Good yeah. movies, good well, movies, decent, the, but not better than the Matrix. I don't it think just, that, Yeah, okay, thank you. I don't just know, not yeah, better than no, the Matrix. No, they're not. American Beauty is great. It's that's amazing, and but I think Road to Perdition. I remember seeing that for the first Sam time. Sam Mendes. We're, that's Listen, what we're talking now. Sam. Mendes. I know. I'm, okay, so we've gone there, and I think that's a good thing. How many original thoughts? How many thoughts do you want to complete? With I wanted. Mind? I'm gonna go. I'm going where I gotta go here, man. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens with you and I. And I gotta say, Sam Mendes is fucking badass. Yeah, he's fantastic. Did we talk about Skyfall last week? We tried. I don't think we did. Okay. Well, I just think what he did with Skyfall was amazing. I think what he did with Jarhead was was great. And uh, and but it's road to perdition, really. I, I, when I first saw it, I I remember seeing the. I remember when you first see, you first saw the uh, the the adverts for it. You knew Tom Hanks was about to be a bad guy. He was a gangster, and then the movie opens, and I remember him 
being really quiet and selling Jennifer Jason Lee's wife and then his family gets fucking wiped out. Well, he's not so much a bad guy as he is just a bad motherfucker. Well, <laughs> I mean, you got to say it's it a, in the words of Tarantino. He, yeah, you got to say no, it. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you right. got to say it. Well, is it Tarantino or is it Clarence Worley? Well, Tar- Tarantino wrote those words. Well, he ta- did. And Tarantino did. is Clarence Worley well, in spirit he, yeah, and no, soul. Right. He is. That's his. That's him. You got it, you know? God, so, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that movie actually, Road to Perdition, was a um, a retelling of... Uh, Coming Home Shogun, in a Body Bag? Shogun Assassin. Oh, Shogun The Assassin. samurai oh, film, oh, Shogun right. Assassin. I thought um, you meant Body Bag. Body Bags 2? wise guy. Okay. Sorry. That didn't even come out yet. Dick Ritchie! Body Bags 2 is not out yet. <laughs> it's going to come out this It's going to come out this summer, it's hopefully. One of the summer blocks. Got my dick. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So we got to talk about this movie. We got to talk about You're an actor, motherfucker. Ass. Right, exactly. What is going on with this movie? Johnny Depp plays Whitey Bulger. We're going to play that trailer. I'm a moron. Let's watch watch the trailer. I don't know who Whitey is. Whitey Bulger. I've heard the name. James Joseph Whitey Bulger Jr. He's Uh, a bad guy. Yeah, he was a, uh, a convicted murderer. And I think, I don't know if he was a boss of organized crime, but I think he was, according to this trailer you definitely see that he was a boss what was the story with um who's who's who directed this guy this 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 film here um this film it's is good that to hear scott that. i think scott cooper okay scott cooper is his name yeah he do, um do we know anything else he's done here oh god dude uh, he did Crazy Heart with Jeff Bridges, and oh, he also wow. did Out of the Furnace, oh, wow. one of the most underrated films. Oh yeah, oh that's, my god, that's hardcore. Twenty thirteen, Christian Bale. Casey Affleck, well, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this and, is fantastic. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the movie, but I can tell you that Pearl Jam let them use release. For oh, the fucking when trailer. that song came on in the beginning oh, of the film, that's a big deal, dude. Oh, I was, I was. It's a big deal. That's one of Pearl Jam's. Listen, one that's, of the, that, that's one of the best Pearl Jam songs yeah, ever. Written. Yeah. And then, and I'm a Pearl Jam fucking fanatic, dude. It's so, fa- oh, it's that's fantastic. saying a lot. But let's check this fucking. Trailer All right, so out, let's man. watch the trailer. Whitey we got, Bulger. we got Johnny Depp. Johnny in, Depp is. In Sam Cooper, you oh. said? Uh, no, no. Scott Cooper Scott directed Cooper, it. Scott yeah. Black Mass, Johnny Depp. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the trailer. Check it and out. And I haven't seen it before. You listen so to this. Let's, let's listen up. What did you marinate this steak in? Because it's out of this world. You're killing me with Johnny Depp? Oh, amazing. It's a family secret. Oh. That's Come Johnny Depp. On. You gotta yeah. tell me that. What's the secret? Jesus Come on, you could do it. <laughs> that is one of the best goddamn steaks I ever had in my life. Jesus ever. What's the what's the what's the fam- what's the family secret recipe? It's gr- it's ground garlic. That, listen, listen. A little bit of soy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I thought it was a family secret. <laughs> it's a recipe. No. is a family secret and you gave it up to me boom just like that you spill the secret family recipe today maybe you spill a little something about me tomorrow hmm? what the fuck dude amazing i was just saying that you were just saying just saying gets people sent away 
just saying. People got me a nine-year stretch in Alcatraz. You understand? Awesome. You need so, to see this. People. Just saying. You can get you buried real quick. You've never seen Johnny Depp look like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's look at his face. <laughs> Holy fucking god. Joel Edgerton, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh my god, it's it's, it's insane. Yeah. This is a powerhouse, people. Oh, that's a trailer. Yeah. Oh, that's a trailer. Kevin, ba- Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Adam Scott. Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. Let me tell you man. something. I, it's, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Johnny people. Depp. He looks like Michael Ironside. He just... He, from Total Recall. So now he's got these contact lenses that are in. Oh, my God. What the chilling. fuck, dude? That was insane. That was chilling. Yeah. I mean, it just looks great. It looks fantastic. The trailer is... By far one of the best trailers. They shouldn't show another scene from no, that movie. They should, not. they should just leave it they like that. They should leave it like that. And boom, not, true no story. second trailer, no third trailer, no teaser, no no more coming trailer. That's it. So he's got these contact lenses in, and his eyes are like what green? Or I don't know. He just looks, dude. He looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People trust us. Do your thing. Yeah. Get on that. What the <laughs> what thing? <laughs> I shut it off. So old boy yeah. is uh, fucking I'm, with his phone. Yeah, and I'm old. People. I'm an old boy. Uh, well, well, yeah. Well, you know what? He's wearing a badass Breaking Bad t-shirt fuck right yeah. now. Breaking Bad, baby. Breaking Bad. I'm the one who it. knocks. Yeah. How could you? I, I know. It. I, I know. It. So do I, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look. Speaking of mob films. At the Tribeca Film Festival. I'm sorry, dude. That was an awesome trailer. Tell me about it. I told you. I'm, I'm sorry. glad that we got what to watch it like fuck? this together. He was so amazing. You don't even know it's him at yeah, first. Yeah, it's like, and it's not some character character he's doing in a, in a uh, what's his name film, the one he's always in. Uh, who you know? Don't get me wrong. Great director Tim Burton. But yeah, no, right. This is the real deal. this is the real deal. This is this is definitely the real fucking deal. Oh wow, wow. that wow. Rocked, that rocked my face off. Totally. That was insane. Totally. All right, go on. You Tri- were saying Tribeca Film Tribeca. Festival. It was today. Okay. Uh, which today's date? I don't know. Today's twenty fucking something. Yeah, the twenty sixth, April twenty sixth. Yeah, right. Tribeca Film Festival had a good fellas retrospective. Hey, they had hey the hoof. Okay. Jesus, come on. Okay. Um, bunch of the uh, actors were there. <laughs> you threw me off, you <laughs> son of a bitch. It, they finally, this is what really I wanted to talk about with this part, is they finally have remastered from the original negative, supervised by the man, Martin Scorsese. Finally. How many times I want to see this film oh my God. look beautiful you buy a DVD, you buy a Blu-ray, you put it on, you're like, oh, no. Did Still? you did you own the LaserDisc? I own yes. The Laser, okay. I had the LaserDisc. Okay. I had the videotape. We are, we are, we are the few uh, uh, people out there that own the LaserDisc players. We we knew what direct commentaries were 10, 15 years before other people did. Right. We were watching the Letterboxd movies before other people were watching them. Wide-angle lens. Wide-angle lens. We could see it all. We would watch the entire frame, and we were movie lunatics. Crazy. And I, I knew you had it, and I, I remember getting my copy of 
Goodfellas on Laserdisc, and I was so fucking pumped. Oh, but God. That was in 1991. Yeah. And uh, we saw it. We, we saw it. the Tube TV. Yeah, Tube TV. And I remember seeing it in 35 millimeter. I saw it three times in the theater. Nice. But the, every time they've released this fucking thing, it just, it doesn't, they haven't done, they haven't cleaned it. This is it. And and then I bought I bought the Blu-ray, the last Blu-ray they have. I yeah. have it over there still in my drawer. No, yeah, still not remastered. Oh no, man, it looked like depressing. It looked like crap. It was like the twentieth anniversary, and uh, it was just awful. Yeah, you told me last week that they were actually redoing Goodfellas. They are finally releasing. Thank God, a remastered version. Oh, it's about time. Of Goodfellas, man. yeah, that's oh, going to be so I'm fucking so rock and roll. Yeah, it's the twenty fifth anniversary. So, what so. are they? Are, did they do anything with the sound? Do you know offhand? Like, well, I don't have it yet. But okay, they they've remastered everything. DTS yeah, Master yeah, Audio. DTS I know they Master have. Audio. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. The new Blu-ray. I can't yeah. wait. It comes out. Let's see when it comes out. I want to see the. It's being released May? on May fifth. Fifth. Nice. Oh, that's not bad. Oh that's my close. god, that's around the corner. That's close. That's close. So we're going to be having oh, a good fellas party god damn real right, soon. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god, man. So we're hey, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't Henry. He was Henry. He was Henry. Oh, oh fantastic performances. Toddy. What do we got for the next? Uh, uh, Oh, I don't trailer. Know. We got we got another trailer oh, lined up. Yeah, we up. got a trailer. What's the trailer? What is it? It is. I just felt like I was at work for a second. Like my boss. <laughs> yeah, we'll get like, to work. Get to work. And get that trailer <laughs> running. Know. Here we All go. Right. All right. So we got um, Southpaw. This is the uh, new one. Um, another one I haven't seen. People. Jake Gyllenhaal. I have seen one thing about this, and that Antoine, is that directed by Antoine Fuqua. So Antoine Training Day. People, come oh, on. Excellent. Excellent. What is I, Look who what, it's written by? Kurt Sutter. Give me, give me. Sons oh, of Anarchy. Sons Sam of Anarchy. Crow, motherfucker. Sam yeah. fucking Crow. Although I don't know about that last fucking episode. Don't tell but me. I didn't see it yet. You I'm didn't? Bit, no, I'm still oh, where binging. Are you at? You're going to want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about it. Just, just, just tell me where you're at. Season two. That's it. Season two. Yeah, people cry with me. I know. Yeah, That's, I, know. I don't know, but 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 yeah, but look, two. old boy doesn't watch. Uh, we've talked about this. He doesn't watch TV. He watches movies. Every time I go to in the movie TV show on, I gotta watch a movie. Instead. And then, uh, and he doesn't watch on his on his. Uh, yeah, you can't watch his, it on the phone. Uh, phone it's disrespectful because he's old. He's, he's old boy. He's an old boy. I have so to, I have to make sure I don't upset Quentin Tarantino. I'm not going to watch a movie. You on know my... what? Quentin Tarantino don't. can afford. Oh. We'd have yeah. to shut the show down. He is. <laughs> shut besides it, being a shut racist it down. Fuck, I mean, he, he sh- shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Underrated sci-fi film, Dark City. Anyway, back to this. Underrated. Dark City? Oh what do you God. mean? Proyas. Al- uh, Alex Proyas. Alex, Dark the Crow. City. What are you talking about? Yeah, but this is an underrated sci-fi film, Dark City. It's one of the greatest sci-fi noir films. But where's Dark, wow. C- but where, where's Dark City coming you, from? Shut it down. Oh, is that what shut it is? Shut it oh. down. Down. That's right. That's right. I know. That's what when you're they saying. shut the city that's down right, at night. Right. You know, right, right, everybody right, passes right, out. And... Right. Well, Antoine Fuqua. What do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, I can't oh, combine. This is this is my natural boy. His dad had it. So just my fate. Believe fate, boy. My fate. No one is born evil, Ricky. It's something you learn. What about your father? How did he die? 
Just wanted to throw that out at you people. Okay, so now we're going over to Southpaw. <laughs> just in case here. you wanted to hear that. Uh, just in case you wanted to hear a that. Se- seconds I love, of Natural uh, One Killers. I love that. Wayne Gale, uh, an amazing Tommy Lee Jones. And, What's so uh, pure about murder? <laughs> What's so pure about the 52 people who are no longer on, on this planet, planet because they met you and Mallory? What's so fucking pure about that? How do you do it? <laughs> I'm a natural bomb killer. Murder? What are it's we pure. Is this it? So we got Southpaw coming up, people. Watch yeah, this. Check it out. Well, listen, and then go watch as soon as you can. That's what we suggest. Um, Let's see here. I know that he looks like a fucking raging lunatic here compared to how he did a Nightcrawler where he looked like a... Uh, I expected a hard fight. You know, um, I put my family through a lot. The more you get hit, the harder you fight. I get it. Let's go! Only now you've taken way too many hits hey. before you get off. You can't fight like that anymore. Think about her. I'm going to tell you something. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so predictable. Man. The light heavyweight champion of the world, Billy I wouldn't be here without my wife, Maureen. Rachel McAdams. Hey Billy, why are you leaving so soon? Come on, keep walking. Baby, Jake Gyllenhaal. Let's go home. How about I take your belt? Oh, Daddy. Who would look me in the eye? No, 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 no. Anton Fuqua. This court is aware of the tragedy your family has suffered, Mr. Hope. Nonetheless, you have chosen to demonstrate dangerous behaviors while having custody Jake of your Jake looks amazing. Dad? You need help, Billy. It'll be a year before your suspension is up, which means zero income. Legal custody of the child I'm shall remain with family services there. until the father can demonstrate the yeah. abilities of a responsible parent. That bothers me. Please, please, I don't think I'm sorry, please. Daddy, I'm going to stay with you. I want to live with you. Based on a true story. You want me to come with you? No, man. I gotta do this alone. So what brings Billy Hope into my job? I'm looking for a job. Maybe every trade. You couldn't handle the rules here. Man. Fucking Forrest, baby. Forrest Whitaker. Solid. Check out Zulu. You're mad at me right now. You don't know. know anything. She doesn't want to see you today. Tell her I love her. Gotta let her hate you so she can get better. I am Yo, why? Let me tell you something. You have to fight for that title. He's motherfucking no, hardcore, dude. I'm gonna fight again. I'm gonna get my kid back. What chance is there that Hope That's it. That's the guy from the stream. The badass uh, Spanish brother. And I love him. It's great yeah. in that show. He is fantastic. Alright, Kurt Sutter. Fucking Fuqua. Wow. I'm thinking looks like rock lot. and roll, man. It looks great. It looks great. And 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 Gyllenthal, dude, we got to give it up to him. When doesn't he put it all? He and puts it all out there. He's fantastic. He looks like a goddamn raging lunatic in that. Oh, I mean, scary. He's a little bit of a spoiler in the trailer there. It looks like his wife gets killed uh, like 20 seconds into the fucking trailer. Yeah. Right? If it's in the trailer, it's not a spoiler, I guess folks. Not. So it's all yeah, cool. So whatever. Yeah. Dude. It looks like the guy's, you know, fault. you know, down on his luck boxer rising and then he loses his heart. You know, line his heart, you know, literally his wife gets, it looks like she gets murdered. Like she loses her fucking heart, yeah. you know, like, like on the floor. Like, yeah. Like it bleeds she, out. She, of her. Yeah. That's she what happens to dead. her. looks bad. 
and um, he's got to reevaluate his life and rise to the top. Looks good. Yeah, it looks, looks good. good. And like we said, he First gives thing. us all. You fucking cock, Yeah, he gives us all. He's he a, always um, does. He always does. And Nightcrawler, he Nightcrawler. looked radically different than he did in Nightcrawler. I'll tell you that, man. He looked fucking hairy. And I didn't see that movie yet. Did you see Nightcrawler? I only saw it in the theater twice. Okay, I only saw twice. It home you once. only saw it yeah, twice. Well, yeah. you know what? I saw this three times in the theater. What did you choose? Did you, I saw choose this three job. times today. Choose a career. Choose a family. Choose a fucking big television. Yeah. Choose washing oh. machines, cars, oh. compact displays, that, yeah. and electrical just, tin openers. Danny Boyle, baby. Danny Boyle, the opening to Trace Fortang. Love it. <laughs> Renton. Health, low cholesterol, and dental insurance. Choose fixed interest mortgage repayments. Choose your Choose friends. Choose your friends. Choose leisure wear and matching luggage. Choose a three-piece suite on higher purchase and a range of fucking fabrics. Choose DIY and wonder who the fuck, fuck you are on a Sunday morning. morning. Sick boy. Choose sitting on that couch watching mind-numbing, spirit-crushing game shows. Scotland fucking junk food, food into your mouth. The lowest of low. away at the end of it all, pissing your last in a miserable home, nothing more than an embarrassment to the You know who that is? Lucius Arenas, Tommy. Yes. Choose your future. Choose life. Rome. Rome. So yeah. Rome. We love Rome. Rome we're going to get into. We're going we're gonna to do some justice to that show, HBO Rome. We were just having a little debate before the show about, uh, about Rome versus Game of Thrones. My vote is for Rome each and every time. And I think I, old boys I thinking wanna, more that I just we can't don't wanna, make the judgment yet. Yeah, I don't want to make that decision yet because I love which, both which is, of these shows. Which is smart, yeah, because it's early to say that, yeah. and we don't we don't even know where. From my understanding, they've actually surpassed what's been written uh, with Thrones so far. Um, uh, I don't know that to be true, but I heard they had. Yeah. Well, this is my this is what I heard, and mm-hmm. you know, I always I tell you what I what I've heard. Um, so. G.R.R. Martin has, has this been researched? Look, I didn't research. Okay, you, you, you did no, the research. Just, just but checking I mean, it out. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think uh, this is what I think. Movie uh, freaks like yourself and myself have photographic memories when it comes to movie facts. Would you agree to that? Would you say that to be true? I, you know, I'd like to think of myself as someone who, can, yeah, can I, remember yeah, things. I, yeah, that's true. So, like, if somebody was to say something to you about a movie. Um, you just find yourself fucking remembering it, no matter whether you want to or not. Like you just, you just have always loved them. And somebody brings up a, a fact about a movie, or you hear something about a movie, or even like we were talking about before, director's commentaries. You hear something on a director's commentary; it always stays with yeah, you. Yeah, it does. You see. It does. So it's that type of thing. So that's the way I am with with stuff that I love, especially movies that I really care about. Yeah. And, um, and I forgot exactly what I was saying. You were talking about Game of Thank Thrones. Thank you very much. You so let's go back. No, I got surpassed. it. All you have to do is say that. Yes. Now, so uh, this is what I heard. He, uh, is this true? I don't know. Uh, maybe, so it's unsubstantiated, but this is what I heard. That he may die. George R. R. That's George right. Martin. Before the Before the fucking books are out. And yeah. HBO is nervous. They want an insurance policy. Right. They invested a lot of money in these five seasons, and he's supposed to only put out seven books. And now I've heard maybe he's going to do more than seven books because Ooh. they aren't following the pattern. The season three ended up being um, half of book three. Yeah. Season four ended up being 
the second half of book three, but it also took from book four. Right. So now I don't know where in the fuck they are. People are dying that aren't dying in the books. People that are supposed to be coming back to life and people that are supposed to be alive in the in the books right. are, aren't alive in the show. Um, they are taking some liberties with the book story. Correct. I don't know. I did not read the book, but my brother-in-law is a freak with these books. And he read them? He What's read he them, saying? And he says it, they're not there yet. They're, they're not, not at the end. Well, and also, the only way to tell the story properly for us, you know, for the, the TV viewers, is to kind of like take <clears throat> parts of the you know the book and meld them together from a, you know from another angle so that the story can you know flow properly as far mm-hmm. as the show. It's a very difficult show to, for someone to just step into and start watching. There's too many main characters. Okay. Um, it's just fantastic writing. So yeah, I and uh, by the way, that story about George R. R. Martin dying and what I think I made that up and told that to you. No, no, that's not what it I'm is. Just fucking so weird. what it is is no, I know you are, and I, I'm going to tell you why I said that because he what he did was he wrote out a uh, he wrote out a couple of treatments for HBO and said, look, if I cro- if I croak and I kick the bucket, this is where I was thinking about going. Right. Go nuts. Good luck. Yeah. So, so what he's doing is he's saying, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, maybe you got. So, so what? This is what I had heard. HBO only wants to do seven seasons, so they're saying two more. So we're on five now. Oh no, I'll die. Yeah, we've only I'll seen. Die it. We've got episodes ones and two. So episode three for us gets released tonight. And uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah of, of season five. It's almost five a.m. It's almost so it is. Okay, it's Sunday good. technically. Oh, great. So season. So so it's the third episode of season five. It comes out tonight. They're only talking two more seasons, and he hasn't even finished the fucking. I don't know if I could handle yet. it. I don't know, man. So I don't. I it's going to be tough to get to get past that. Yeah. So I read ahead on Wikipedia. Ooh. I did the no. summaries. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, Jesus thank God! God. I'm not gonna, I don't I'm even want to know. I don't I'm even not gonna watch the coming that, attraction. No, I'm not going to tell you that Daenerys gets on a dragon and flies away and. That better not whatever. happen. I'm not going to tell you if that. If that happens, I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> if it, I see it starting to unfold on the show, I'm going to be like, I will kill him. <laughs> I'm going to go down. Oh, but please gonna, don't climb on top of the dragon, Daenerys. I'm going to hide somewhere. But no, <laughs> what I, I, I'm not, I don't know. You know, I read things. People yeah. are... I see what's supposed to be going down. This is, this is catching up with the later part of the books. He's been working on this last book for a, a years now, but I, I'm sure that the toll, this, uh, he he's co-writing the show also, so I'm sure the toll that this is taking on him is uh, is uh, interfering with his writing the novels and probably prolonging the process. I think the novel he was working on now was supposed to have been out already. Well, he keeps... I, I mean, I heard he put out part of the book so people can read while he's writing it, which is crazy. Well, that just sounds like fucking sloppiness to me. I think it's because there's <laughs> such a demand. I mean, think about what he's done. I know, but <laughs> I... I know, I think he's also... You can buy the sl- cookbook from Westeros online in case you want to learn how to cook, you know, <laughs> lamb leg, like, you know, uh, yeah. with with, you know... You know Timberwolf. What? I feel bad for the readers because there are probably out people out there that are just like, fuck this HBO show. Fuck it. Give me the next book. Because, you know, book readers are hardcore. Yeah, you better be careful of these book readers. No, I they, ran into one in one of the bookstores and they pretty serious people I bet. about it. They don't want to hear you talk about it wrong. Like, no, you know, yeah. You don't have it right. Yeah, right. I read the book. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I know they're scary. Yeah. I haven't read the book. I cheated. Scary. People. I don't even try to tell them that. 
Yeah, but I can. understand. I mean, it's it's just, yeah. you know. People are I, invested. I'm the visual guy. I want to see the movie. Right, me but, too. But, you know, I, these people who love the books, it's it's probably tough for them, you know, because when they change something, they're like, that didn't happen like that. It wasn't like that. And that's when you get serious geekdom. Well, I heard that somebody that we just saw die didn't die. Oh, no. Did you see episode one yet from two weeks ago? Sure. Okay. Mance Raider. I heard he's alive. I think he's alive in the books for a little while. Is he going to come back later on on the show? No, I don't know. I'm no. still alive in the books. No, I think he's fucking... Remember, he was taken out. But you now fucking Jon Snow is like, up. Yeah. So I'm also... I'm watching a few other things right what now. You got? Mad Men. Um, we're three, three episodes into the final stretch of... I want to say it's season seven... Season seven, uh, season, probably. I don't know. Somebody five, was complaining to me about that. Is it going well? Because I heard like there's scenes well, where he's laying in bed and you're just hanging with him. You are just hanging with him. And, like, uh, when and, is this show gonna end? Well, the thing is, is it's just, you know, this is he's going through his second divorce now, yeah. and um, he's a fucking millionaire. Uh, they sold the ad company. So many changes. I'm noticing, like, but. When you think about the beginning, I, I've, I've been a watcher of of Mad Men since season one. Um, I I heard about the show. I saw a trailer for it, so I tried to catch it on AMC. But uh, they were they were airing the finale in a few nights, so I I got a hold of what I could of the season. I think on I somehow watched it. Then I was able to catch the finale of season one that night. And so I was one of the early people, and I started telling everybody I could about this new show, this Mad Men show. This is fantastic. So when season two came, it was just insane. But then people start, next thing you know, people start catching on, and then AMC becomes this juggernaut. And then they, I, I believe it was during season two or three, they started running ads for the show that you're wearing the t-shirt for. Breaking right Bad. And started talking about this new show that uh, was going to be coming out and from one of the writers of, uh, I want to say, The X-Files. Vince Gilligan used to work on The X-Files. Wow. And and you just saw a guy in his underwear in the middle of the fucking desert with a gun. And uh, you didn't know what in the hell the show was about. Like, just it, tossed it, right into the center Well, that the was action. this trailer. It was like, filming now, new show, coming soon to AMC, Breaking Bad. And I nice. was like, what the fuck is that all about? And here, that well, getting, redefined well, TV, Getting back man. to Mad Men, though, you're, so I think are you still in love with it? Because yeah, it sounds yeah. like this season is kind of like The Exorcist Part 3. The thing about the Mad Men is that you... The Exorcist Part 3. What is that? Mad Men mean? Season 5. I mean 7. <laughs> the Exorcist Part 3. The Exorcist Part 3 Take 2. Paul Schaefer's version. Who oh. was the guy? Oh, Rennie Harlan did a version, and then was it Rennie Harlan? Am I right? Of what Exorcist? So there was two versions of the Exorcist Part Four, Sad. the beginning. Remember? Yeah. Okay, it was called Dominion, right? Yeah. And there was called Exorcist Part Four. One of them was done by Paul Schaefer, and one of them was done by I want to say Rennie Harlan, and they were both fucking. They were both so bad, and the, they were they were Father Marin. Wait, in the, the Exorcist Part Three. No, three is oh, William Peter Blatty. Oh, we're talking about, I'm talking about four. four. Right. Oh, God. Two versions were released. Two versions were released and of, of four. I don't think I've even seen The Exorcist Part 4. Really? I saw yeah. them both. You would have seen this. I don't, I, You're a movie part man. Part 4? 
Part four was the beginning, so it's not so. It wasn't even worth going into. Wow. Stellan Skarsgård played Stellan Skarsgård, the uh, father of um, of Vampire Eric in True Blood. Yeah, sure, I know. The guy I that you're all him. into. Oh, I know. I know you. I know you're into him. Right, like heavily. He's great. No, I know you. I know. I, I know you. You you have like a thing for him. Yeah, I loved him in uh, Nymphomaniac. Did you see? Who, yeah. Stellan or Eric? Or you said, Alex? You said Stellan. I said Stellan. Yeah, I we're talking seen, about Stellan. I haven't seen him for me. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, because, you know, Lar- Lars von Trier is such a hack. No, he's not a well, hack. Well, get your ass in gear and watch the fucking movie. I know, I, mean, I will. I, I thought you liked Lars von Trier. I do. But Breaking was, the Waves. Yeah, I, right. I haven't seen that. It's just, come on. You didn't see Breaking the Waves? No, I haven't. Have you, but have you seen... No, I haven't. But have you seen um, Carnival? On HBO. Yeah, I did, and I stopped watching it halfway through. Well, that's, the, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Right. Come on. Are you kidding? You're that's comparing Carnival to Lars von Trier. No, I'm just saying that I've the, seen things that you haven't seen. The Have Dogma seen? Manifesto. I, you know? Do, the, you know the what? what? This is what we- <laughs> Antichrist, motherfucker. I've seen <laughs> that. that. Fantastic. I've been, that's right. Melancholia. Yeah. What, you, what you got now? Very nice. Dogville? The Kingdom. Fucking touch me on Dogville. That's fucking awesome. Dogville was amazing. Dogville. You went to Dogville. Fucking Paul Bent. What Bent, was part one Bentley? of Dogville? I don't know. I just know that Nicole Kidman, it was some stage play and she was getting fucking raped and she was the daughter of a fucking mobster and in the end it turned out it was true and he came and he burnt the whole fucking town down and it was yeah. awesome. But there were no sets. It was just all no done, it was all done all, on a stage. And uh, and Lars von Trier, at the end of that, I thought, this guy is the fucking man because that thing tore me to shreds. It's crazy. That, movie, cr- that movie just tore me to shreds. He's the, a, that is yeah. a storyteller. Actually, that was the first part. The second part was called Manderley. What? The second, there's a sequel to Dogville and it's called Manderley. Okay. And um, Bryce Dallas Howard plays. Get the fuck out of here. She plays um, the Nicole Kidman character. What? Yeah. What do you mean? There was another one? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. And Willem Dafoe is in it because Lars loves Willem because he's. Okay, listen. Willem Antichrist. Just, oh my God. Okay, look. Yeah, Antichrist. Be, cr- be careful. That movie. Oh, I don't know. Who's the chick? Who's the Who's the actress? She is a favorite of uh, of Lars. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I know oh. she's a nympho, and she uh, she plays a part in uh, Melancholia also. But uh, she and she's fantastic. She does some hairy, hairy scenes in this nymphomania. Okay. She plays the main character. Well, she plays the main character in Antichrist also, and she does something to her body which is not recommended by yeah. uh, your G Y. B O N. Am I saying that right? <laughs> o B G Y N. Good thing you're not a woman. I don't have one of those. So <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte Gainsbourg is her name. Charlotte is amazing. Yeah. Charlotte yeah. drops. I can't believe I just said that. The things that Charlotte does. Wes, edit out the last two minutes. Just a little note when you're uh, reviewing this. Edit that out because you're going to sound like a fucking idiot what Jesus the obgyn thing <laughs> was, I love what did it. i just say G-O-B-Y-N? something like that her <laughs> goblin <laughs> has charlotte gainsford been to her goblin lately <laughs> her goblin yeah dude what about that documentary you were just talking to so me about? i was watching last night uh i'm gonna smoke a cigarette because i don't give a fuck because <laughs> i'm a smoker because i'm a smoker smoky you know why i don't give a fuck 
Smoke dog. Because it's Friday, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's you? Well, well, why don't it's you Friday. Talk- <laughs> you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. I'm going to get you high today. I, my understanding I'll is- I'll talk about it for a minute. All right, That's fine. fine. I, would you please do that? Yeah, so on uh, April 20th, pot day. Talk to me. Oh, get some sirens out Yeah, there's something going on. There's always pot something day. going on in New York. We're in Queens right now. That's right, baby. Um, so on pot day- 420, the Westbury Stadium drive-in was showing the movie, the classic. The classic. The classic comedy, Friday, with Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Let me tell you something. Machine gun Chris Tucker. (laughs) He is like a fucking machine gun. Janet Jackson. Control! (laughs) The way he spits (laughs) out things. I know. I mean, it was fantastic to be in the theater. And be with all the people that love the film and, you know, laugh my ass off. I just have to tell you, it was fantastic. Well, Um, what what wasn't fantastic? Props to FK. Yeah. Yeah, please. You really want to know? Well, you told me before and I want you to repeat it to the audience so that they're aware of this travesty. This wasn't fantastic. I I paid good money to go see a movie that I've seen at least 30 times. Yes, 30 times. Um Friday. So we go there, and it, and on the screen, it's a pretty big theater. It looks like they are projecting a DVD. Uh, Bad and not, fucking Not news. even a Blu-ray. Not even a remastered Blu-ray. We're that's, talking that's about a DVD. And I'm like waiting for them sacrilege. To, to load the film reels. I'm thinking they sent over the original film of Friday. I'm going to see it. 35 millimeter oh, negative. I can't wait. Bang. I'm so psyched. Then all of a sudden it starts. It's like in, it's like in mono 2.0. What? Yeah. Thank you. So after, you know, after I sat through, because I actually, they didn't show, they just started the movie. They didn't, you know, it wasn't like, and I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to miss anything. Well, how did it look on the big screen? <laughs> so, anyway, it looked like uh, it Fuck looked like her. a little tiny little square. On you didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, I didn't want to miss is anything. That a, is that like a thing? Yeah, is that that's like a, a thing. I, I couldn't, even though I saw the movie thirty uh, times, I didn't wow. want to get up okay. and miss anything. And about ten minutes, and that's when I started eating popcorn. But we'll get back to that. So after the movie, I went to the manager and I said, "Are you the manager?" <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, can I help you? And I said, um, is it possible that I just sat in a movie theater? I paid money to see a movie I saw 30 times, and you guys put the DVD on the screen? Is that really what I just saw? And he said, well, no, it wasn't the DVD. I said, well, what was it? He said, um, it was a it was a, a streaming. Streaming? <laughs> Streaming, is so that di- what it didn't cost you anything to show me the movie. <laughs> that's what it's. That's but what you it's come, come down yeah, to. Yeah, you took my money. Yeah, you I'm like, streamed it. They streamed you put, the movie you on the screen. Netflix on Where? and threw it up on a fucking screen Wh- and made us all watch it. Why did I have to do that? Why did they have to do that to me? I went there to put my money oh down my happily God. to sit through this movie. All I have to say, Quentin, if you're listening. You were talking about this. You yeah. said something about this on your Django thing. Um, He's on an the advocate extras. for the film. They, for the film man. It, imagine if you're sitting in a theater and all of a sudden it pauses like a DVD and you realize you're sitting there watching a DVD or oh something like God. that, you said. And that's why you're a purist and you shoot film. I love it. Keep doing it. I hope everybody Nolan keeps doing also, it. please. I mean, yeah. 
please, please. just keep doing it because I don't want to. I really can't believe this happened. Why don't you open up movie theaters that are purest movie theaters? Oh, please, man! I was talking to so, you about this the other week about oh, about God. where are all the movie houses, and I was doing some research this week on 4K. On people are you, you and I were talking yeah. actually earlier this week about you know okay so they're gonna. I, we were talking about the Goodfellas. So yeah. That's why I was really happy to right. hear the news that they, in fact, did go back to the 35 millimeter negative. They did do what Criterion does, yes. which Criterion, I how great Criterion. is Criterion? Great company, really works hard to please, do the right thing please, with the films. Please just get a sound department, Criterion. Other than that, we love you guys. And Criterion, please do Friday. Put Friday as part <laughs> of your Criterion collection. It deserves to be there. It's one of the funniest films of all time. But my feeling is that why are they? Um, what what what? what uh, I just lost my train of thought. Why don't you do better sound criterion? Yes. Why don't you do better sound? Yeah, just they have important. that like DTS Master Audio 1.0. Yeah, uh, all the time. Just come on. I mean, the pictures look great. The game, you did a great job at the game, Criterion. Yeah, you guys, you guys true. are awesome. You guys are awesome. Anyway, moving on. What I'm trying <laughs> to say here is, I know Christopher Nolan's a big advocate for film, also. Yeah. Uh, and movie houses are dwindling, and I know that now they are sending out most movies digitally. I, I believe that there's very few theaters anymore that even have film projectors. I mean, I think that's that's actually accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one of the, I think one of the first movies to go out all digital uh, in distribution was The Wolf of Wall Street, actually. Um, really? Which was kind of shocking because I saw that we were arguing about it a couple of weeks ago. Don't be a wise guy. No, listen, listen, pal. I saw that in the movie theater, so that was actually that was actually projected digitally, and I had no fucking idea. No, you didn't. No, I did see I it. In the, see the oh, I swear to God, I did. I saw it in the movie theater. That is part of my hatred for oh, that movie. I don't hate it. I no, just think that. No uh, way. I think that uh, Leo said, listen, I fucking did your fucking movies. No way. Okay, you're going to do one of mine. I want this done. I want to be this fucking guy, and I want you to direct it. It's not going to have any street cred unless you direct it, and we get T. T Winter to write it. And, and, And somehow Leo pulled it off, and now nobody's talking about it anymore. It was taken from a book. Martin Scorsese crafted one of the greatest black comedies of all time. That is the Wolf of Wall Street. Let's be honest. And every here. character in this film is knocking it out of the park. Every Let's character is an amazing film. Let's be honest. The amazing movie went film. nowhere. It went nowhere. It went okay. everywhere. They it went was, nowhere. It, it was. Just went nowhere. It went everywhere. It's nominated for best picture. The problem is people have been nominated for best actor. You're out of your mind. You know what You're best picture? You know what best picture means to me? Where is Malcolm X? Why wasn't that given best picture? Yeah. Where is JFK? Why wasn't that given best picture? Great Where films. is Goodfellas? Why wasn't Goodfellas given best picture? Why wasn't Pulp Fiction given best picture? Great films. I could go on and on. Yeah. Fuck but best just picture. being nominated. Fuck, is, fuck no, best picture. Just being nominated. And is. why wasn't The Matrix given best picture? Why wasn't <laughs> it even nominated for best picture? Okay. <laughs> they weren't so liberal. What I'm trying to say is this. Okay. So, getting back to my point. Geriatric coffee table bullshit. Oh, uh, what the fuck was I trying to fucking say? Film? What was I talking about? Digital film? Yeah, okay, 4K. Yeah, yeah. This is the argument we were having. I was hoping. I knew that they were going to do a restoration of some type uh, for Goodfellas, you had said. What I was afraid of is that we we're going to do one of those mastered in 4K things. People, don't be fooled by this. 4K is a fraction of the resolution of film. 
film, if it was to be broken down into resolution, can't be measured by pixels, by five, four million pixels. They said that if it was to be measured, it would probably be somewhere in the 10 million pixel range, meaning everything that's being mastered in 4K right now is not future proof. It's only proof for it's only it's only good for right now. And in 10 years, when 10K is the thing, they're going to have to redo all of these movies. So if they're if if they're considering these 4K uh, masters that they're making, if they're considering these to be the definitive versions of the films preserved digitally, uh, we're being cheated out of a ton of resolution that's going to be really apparent. They're already working on the 8K technology in, in Asia, and they've got it pretty close, which is why I don't believe anybody should be buying 4K TVs yet, because 8K is already being talked about and developed. Listen. So I was just watching my 4K TV, and uh, <laughs> were you watching anything in 4K I was on the wa- 4K? TV? This is what I was watching. I was watching Elysium, and uh, and Elysium's Blu-ray disc. Elysium's Blu-ray disc was mastered What's in 4K. What's the fucking outfit? And Why is he wearing the not fucking you. outfit? Why? Not telling Tell you. me what Be- the fuck do you want from me? Why Be- is how he wearing that outfit? Is that outfit? He gets it drilled into his fucking body. Yeah. I can't figure out because why. He has he's to, dying. In order he's for dying. Him, in order for him to make it into Elysium. You're te- are you telling me? In order for you him were to refusing make it to tell me Elysium, this. Tell me. He needed to put on this outfit. That what? that's what I was asking I, you. That why wouldn't you just say this two weeks ago? That. I am not going to tell you the, the actual <laughs> function of up. the outfit. I'm going to look it no, up. No, I'm not doing it now. Um, because I'm sensitive no, but to seriously, the time. It but was mastered in 4K, and it looked it looked amazing. Whatever that means, the picture looked amazing. I, Somebody who had yeah, never no, seen it I think, looked at my TV watching it and said, "That that looks 3D," and it's and I didn't even have any 3D on it. Just looked amazing. I, no, I think that now we're. I think that if you look at something that's mastered in 4K now on a high def TV, it that's a good thing. Uh, I think I think for now, but I'm ta- I'm not talking now. I'm talking for the future. I'm also an advocate for film. I'm an advocate for digital, also. But I think that we need to be future proofing this stuff. I think we need to be mastering. We need to be mastering at 10K, man. Do you know that the Star? Okay, here's a little little fact for everybody: the Star Wars trilogy that's out now, the the of the original three movies. Do you know that those are really subpar? Um, versions of the film; those were not remastered at all. Uh, those those versions are all from the twenty or two thousand and nine, uh, or maybe it was the nineteen ninety seven re releases, the special edition re releases. George Lucas went in and mastered them in ten eighty p. Right. So <laughs> the versions that you're watching actually are about fifteen years old. So when they were released on Blu Ray and everybody was like jumping for fucking joy, yeah. When you watch those movies, that, those are it's actually really that's done on old technology. Compared, you know, especially. Now the way that this technology moves, so sad that they're doing this to us, sent, making us buy things. That's and like, what I mean. I, I'm, I'm, it's I'm Star so Wars. Done how do you not? How do you not redo the entire Star Wars? Remember, they were gonna re, they were gonna redo Star Wars, and they were gonna make it into 3D, and then oh, they abandoned yeah. the project yes. halfway through. Yes, 
there was a big Bill Hunt of um, the digital bits. Remember, you know Di- Bill Hunt. You've read his stuff. Yeah. He's fucking fantastic, and he's brilliant on this. He had a really big complaint about this also. All right, so rock and roll. Let's go. I'm getting a note. I'm just going to read you the note because uh, we tell the truth here. But uh, You fuck. I just got a note from... Uh, from, uh, from uh, old boy, baby. Old boy. And that is, let's uh, move on. Okay. Well... What, what are you talking about? What, what else? Let's go. Quick. Mad Men. It's good. It's always going to be good. Um, Exorcist is it, 3. Is it great? Is it Exorcist 3? What's Fuck the answer the to Exorcist. that? Fuck the Exorcist. I'm just saying. It's the Exorcist Part 4. And the Exorcist Part 4 was done twice. They oh. did. Paul Schrader wrote a script. They didn't like it. <laughs> they... So they shot. So they. So they. So Mad Men is the Exorcist Part Four. No. So what I'm. So what I'm trying to say is, yeah. there's two versions of the Exorcist out there, yeah. and they're both fucking awful. They redid the script for the Exorcist Part Four. They had Rennie Harlan come in and direct it. It was terrible. Then they had Paul Schrader come in and do his version for the script that he had written, and it's all about Father Marin when he first encountered uh, the demon in the Middle East. Yeah, and. That was horrible fucking also. So they were both horrible. Moving on from that, Mad Men is in its final days. Um, and we're seeing some stuff go down and it's interesting, but it's kind of sad because, you know, it's the end, man. Well, eventually I will watch this series from beginning to it end. It looks great it, on Blu-ray. They shoot it on 35 millimeter film. It looks solid. Yeah, it does. It's. I mean, I want to see it. And uh, the writing it. is fantastic. Uh, Matthew Weiner is, is, is an amazing writer. He's got an amazing team of people there. That's a standout show. It really is. Okay, Mad Men. Mad, so Mad Men. Let's, let's rock and roll. What do we got? What, what else are we talking about here? Um, what are we... I think we should. I think we should wrap up this session, and you know. Okay, fine. Because you know that's never, really cold. I know. But wasn't there something else we were going to talk about? We talked about a lot of stuff. Oh uh, yeah, the Atari yeah. documentary. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. there's a there's a really good documentary out there. I've only watched half of it. It's about Atari, about the Atari twenty six hundred, about the rise and the fall of Atari, and how it's really the base of why computers are so prevalent in our society today. Um, I started watching half of it last night. I got to tell you, it was fucking really good, and it was creepy to look at these Atari twenty six hundreds, man. To look at the pictures of them and to look at the games and did you own an Atari twenty six hundred back in the day? You know what? You had an Intellivision. My, no, my no, you parents, had Coleco. No, you had not, Coleco. So I'm not an just, idiot. I remember. Just, well, that just tells you that I wasn't privy to the Atari. No, I my parents, Coleco was the better yeah, of them. That, what do you mean? The Coleco didn't come out until way after Atari. But Coleco was hardcore. Yeah, compared to Atari, I, everybody had an Atari for like a year and a half. I had shit. Oh really? Yeah, I think I had Pong. I fucking Boop. I loved your ColecoVision. Boop. All I wanted to do was go over awesome. to your house. Yeah, that was and great. play with that goddamn Coleco eight button remote. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> yeah, I remember that with the two buttons on the side and the knob on the top. You had that round knob <laughs> yep. you had to hold in your hand yep. like you're holding your phone. Yeah, it's Ooh, pretty much like that. It was the yeah. future. ColecoVision. The Coleco future. knew. Commodore 64. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what's next? What's last? The other... Uh, yes. The other, um, the other documentary um, that's out there is called Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. Canon Golden Globus. Yes. Listen, this is an interesting thing. They put out a lot of movies in, in the 80s and, you know... In the 90s, the early 90s, the Canon group. You remember that beginning when Chuck you're about Norris. to see some 
you know, cheap action film that just, you know, you were a kid or you were young and you watched it and it was so cool. I mean, these guys put out movies that were cool. You know, they just threw that stuff out there. I mean, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Um, American Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. Shokasugi. I mean, this guy, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, Ninja 3, The Domination. Um, these films are they're, they're like crappy, guilty pleasures, you know, that you just break in, break in two. For electric Boogaloo. Yeah, electric I Boogaloo. guess is where the name for this documentary comes from. And don't forget classics like Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3, <laughs> Death Wish 4, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Check it out, Invasion USA. I remember The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 coming out. And Dennis I remember Hopper. it being really... Was he in it? Dennis Hopper. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, don't forget Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone. Over the Top. Yeah. Was it, what was the theme song for that that got big? Oh, my God. There was, there yeah, was, a, there theme, was a big theme there song. There was a big theme song. Might have probably survived. It's by the same group that did the theme song for all the Rocky movies. <laughs> I know. I don't remember what it is. I know John Caff- Cafferty started working with him for Cobra. Cobretti, Marion Cobretti. There you go. Crime's a disease. I'm the cure. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's it. Um, I'm going to give you something else here. Penny Dreadful coming out soon. Uh, I feel like Showtime and Cinemax and HBO should pay me. Um, Penny Dreadful <laughs> is coming out soon, season one. If you guys haven't seen it, it's awesome. It's a horror show. I hear they're making uh, they're making season two a lot meatier. Dr. Frankenstein's in it. Frankenstein's in it. Fucking Dracula's in it. Uh, Is Abraham Van Helsing in it? Uh, they brought up Van Helsing. Oh, yes, cool. Dr. Van Helsing. Um, the Strain, part two. Uh, season I two. Love the shooting. And, I love The Strain. Yeah, coming back soon. Yeah. The Nick, uh, season two. Have you seen the first season I of The Nick? I have not, but I have it Fan, all ready to go. Dude, fantastic. Each yeah. episode was directed by... Sodenberg, awesome! He's a, oh, he's a fantastic. He's fantastic. Director. Clive Owen. What Clive Owen does in this show, he's a heroin addicted. Um, he's a heroin addicted surgeon in the early uh, late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds in a New York hospital, and he's fantastic. He's the show is amazing. So is it's he like a doctor roll. during the times of like gangs of New York? He he kind of is. Yeah, scary. He it's very scary. Yeah, let's take he, out your liver with this spoon. Well, that's a the thing. There's there's oh. really not much anesthetic at that point. They don't really clean. Oh and, God, and, uh, they're sucking out your gut. But dude, <laughs> sucking you out your guts. You cannot take your eyes off of this. And he's so addicted to this to this heroin. And at the end of the fucking season one, they put him in a hospital for rehab because they found this amazing cure for for heroin addiction that helps. And the last shot of season one, they show you what the they show you. What's the cure? A gun? Put it to your head? It's cocaine. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, no! Is it cocaine? He's probably. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Is, is he a cokehead? He's a cokehead. Oh, I'm a sorry. Cokehead they give him heroin. They give him heroin. Heroin oh, is what it better. is. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, or it's the other way around. I don't remember. But either Huey way, Huey Lewis got awesome. a new drug now. Oh, that's right, Huey Lewis. That's what, that's what he's soul. talking about in the song. You <laughs> need it. I want a new drug. Uh, yep. And they're giving it to him. All right. The so power of love, baby. You sick. <laughs> The power of love. It's the power of love. Don't, you um, know what? Don't talk bad about Huey because got some good stuff out there, Huey Lewis. I think you boys are just too loud. Props to Huey Lewis in the news. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Props. Good stuff. Props. All right. So talking like a machine gun, let's go on to something else. Uh, I gave you a little bit of Penny Dreadful, so season two is coming. Strain two coming. Mad Men, rock and roll. 
Bates Motel people, this is getting so fucking good. Um, again, it's a retelling of Norman Bates and his mom, Norma. It is on A&E. It is season three now. We are in the middle of it. Uh, everybody that, that, well, I can't say this, so it doesn't matter. But there's a person from Sons of Anarchy that's in the show that, uh, that dies. You're going to find out about it soon, old boy. And, uh, oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have to say, Freddie Highmore, he looks like a young Anthony uh, Perkins. I'm gonna, he looks like I'm going to show you a picture. He looks like him. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you a fucking picture of, well, of what he looks like this week. No, I'm going to show you a picture. But what about them? Well, they, they're going to need to fucking start watching some of the shit no. I'm talking about, man. If you guys have like some kind of thing to look at, look up Freddie Highmore. And I'll tell you this, before you start commenting Finding on my foul on. mouth, which I know some people are going to do soon, uh, and I know it's bad. You got a fucking potty mouth. Yeah, talk. I know I fucking do. But uh, before you do, just start, you start watching some of the shows and I'll start toning down my language, that's a promise. Yeah, when you start freaking giving Quentin Tarantino props, then I I'll give him props. Pulp was great. Oh, gosh. Jackie Brown was pretty good. Inglorious bastard. Lewis, where's the car? Where's the car, Lewis? No, <laughs> that's the entrance. That's the entrance to the mall. <laughs> Jackie Brown. Uh, uh, I like else? it better when they're leaving, and she, he doesn't know where to go, and she goes, "No, that's where the food court is." That's the food <laughs> he court. fucking shoots that's her. That's fucking awesome. De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. Daredevil, okay, oh, rock and roll. Okay. Now look, real quick, I'm on. I'm on episode six or seven of Daredevil. Netflix is Daredevil. Uh, Charlie Cox plays the main character. Fucking great. But what really stands out for me is that in the last ten seconds of episode three, Vincent D'Onofrio shows up as the main bad guy, and his name is Wilson Fisk. Fisk. And Private Paul, he is so badass. Dude. Yeah, he is just so. What he can do just with his body, uh, with his face. Yeah. Uh, he, this is a born, he's just one of those rare, rare actors. Benicio, um, Clive Owen, uh, Tom Hardy, one of those guys. Yeah. Born, born to, you just love watching them. Gary Oldman. Mickey Rourke, man. Yeah, but Vincent doesn't do enough. He I doesn't mean, do he, enough. Too much of the TV. He he signed on for that Law and that's... Order stuff. Look, I don't watch any Law bum, and bum. Order stuff. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. But but I can tell you that this, <laughs> Rosario Dawson is in it. Uh, I don't know her name offhand, but she was the um, she was a vampire in True Blood. Do you know, Did you watch True oh, Blood? Oh, you're talking about the redhead girl. She's in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's in it. Yeah. And um, and it's is a great... No. Is it good? Vincent D'Onofrio elevates it to fucking really good. Well, it's building to towards something. You know? Yeah. It's and tell a story. It and, is. And and, and, and and I love that Netflix thing where they give it all to you in one shot. So so I'm digging it, people. I mean, I'm just telling you for whatever it's worth. I don't know if you listen to me, but if you do, that's just check it out, man. I, I like Daredevil. I like what I'm seeing so far. Uh, Green Inferno. Just give me oh, something quick. Yeah, what do you got? I just got? want to talk about that for a minute. Um, yeah, please do. What do you got? I just have this. I just feel for Eli Roth. I mean, why? He, why? He made this film. He did, and and the film is like an homage to all of the Italian cannibal films. I mean, we're going, we're doing some deep cuts here. Ruggiero Deodato, who did Cannibal Holocaust, which was like the first, the original Blair is he Witch the one Project. With the hot daughter? No, who's that? 
Dargento? Dario Argento? That, that guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Where'd she go yet. after Triple X? Where'd she go? She's she's in a she's in a bunch of crappy films that her father made. I, I mean, all okay. due respect to Dario Argento. I just I'm not a big fan of his newer stuff. Okay. Uh, I think he's like lost his way. But getting back to Green what about Inferno, Park what's what is he up to? What's he doing? What's the last thing he's done? He's my father. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> what did you think about it, the remake of Old Boy? That's uh, we got to do that on another show. I know, but I, I just want to know what you think. Really I'm not, fast. I can't do that. I just fast. you know that I'm too. I'm I, too I passionate do know. to deal with that right now. But I can't you, even. Handle I want to get a. I want to get a. I like or I don't like. But I need thumbs up, thumbs down. Siskel Ebert, Siskel Ebert. Don't scratch the beard. Just give me a Siskel or Ebert. I, 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 thumbs down. I say one thumb up, one thumb down. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. okay so it's a really tough, Spike, tough thing. Spike, you know? why did you do that? Okay, go on. But I also like Spike Lee. But back I to, love Spike. I love back Spike. Back to Eli Roth. He got D, the, motherfucking D. He did this film. Okay. And like I said, it's an homage to the Cannibal films. But it's it's uh, it looked pretty cool. The trailer's hardcore. Something happened uh, with money during the production. It's and a couple of years ago that he did it. Yeah. Uh, I remember the 2013. Um, I'm, I don't know when he filmed it, but I know he I filmed it, it in like the, it, yeah. somewhere in like you know in the Amazon. He he actually filmed it with a tribe of people that don't leave the mountain, don't leave the forest. You know, like these people are hardcore, and he filmed this movie. And uh, next thing you know, there's some kind of uh, problem with money in the production company that actually made the film with him. Um, and he they don't have his film is now basically stuck in uh hell it's not coming out uh i don't know where it is please everybody we got to do something we got to get this movie out if you know horror fans the horror genre suffers enough we need to get some more stuff out there we need to get some good stuff eli roth he's a dedicated horror filmmaker trust him i want to see what he's done I want to see this movie come out. I hope that justice um, for him. Justice yeah, for yeah. Eli, somebody, please. come on. We got to start like a petition. Get this movie out. Get this movie out. The Green Inferno. Get it out of the hands of the people that are locking it up. Get it out there into the world. Exactly. I remember seeing the trailer for it like a year ago, and I remember thinking by the end of the trailer, this is fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, these it people looked, go on a humanitarian hairy. mission yeah. to go into you know some place in South America somewhere, or I don't know where they're going, and the. Their plane crashes and they get captured by cannibals. Fuck! It looked just fucking horrible. Yeah, but it looked uh, like a it looked like a hardcore movie. And dude, tr- hostile. I think that nuts. jacked up everybody. You nuts. know, I think that just announced it. Just announced the new regime in horror. You know, it really yeah. did once he once he was around. So, but uh, I think what we need to do right now is we need to go back to the beginning. Let's just go so back can, to the Matrix and yeah, wrap so, this up. Yeah, we and can say, wrap it up. Say that. Uh, so, so Neo, final thoughts? What Neo, are we thinking? Um, a reflection of Jesus Christ, obviously. I, I or, guess. You know, or if you're so. not a yeah. Christian, you're thinking, you know, whatever it may be, he's a god. It's an anagram for and, one. And he's come back Neo, to... One. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know think, that. Yeah. Well, one, right? He's Neo, the one. one. I mean, he is the one. He's the one. Oh, Neo is, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's one, Neo, right, one. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, like, if you mix around the letters. I think it, is it, right. be, and doesn't it all, does it also mean beginning? It might be, it I might think be it, beginning. I think it might be beginning Neo, as well. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, the, like the film is just fantastic. The, it, it's, an, it's. I mean, if you haven't seen The Matrix, it, I don't it know has who a it, lot of respect it, it's anyway. Possible. Yeah, right. I don't know or if, if you you're haven't. raising children and you want to <laughs> deepen their mind. Throw that on. Throw it's that on. Very important. We're yeah. we're advocating it highly. Uh, we're making it the the subject of of this podcast. Um, you know, recently, just as a really crazy thing about The Matrix. Um, I don't know who it is, if it's the uh, the AFI or somebody. The Matrix is now a film that is going to be preserved and locked uh, away. The film reels are going to be locked away because... The National the, Library of yeah, Congress. Yeah, exactly. Are, In case they, there's like an choose, earthquake or a gigantic fire that destroys the world, they, choose they will still films. have The Matrix. Yeah, they choose... It will, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. amazing. The, I, they have actually a pretty interesting archive. Um, that's a pretty interesting thing too. That's good. The yeah, Matrix. That so that, that. So that. So they're recognizing it. You know. Yeah. That's serious, man. So that's, that's right. There. It, it's very serious, and uh, and and it's good to hear. Are they preserving uh, Vertigo? I think so. And Citizen Kane, I think so. I think they're probably doing that. Aren't don't you think they're? They definitely are. It's important to me no, because I love Vertigo. Are. They 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 definitely are. But the are they preserving true romance? Oh God! I mean, I don't know. You know what do you think? Gonna, this is what we're going to do. Tell me what we're going to do. We're going to end the show. Okay. And then the next time that we start the show, okay, we're going to talk about another movie. But then we're going to get back to whether or not we found out. If they're preserving true romance, because Clarence fucking Worley and all of the people that are in that film and Alabama and Dick Ritchie and all those people that need to be preserved because Vincent Cacati. Come on. I mean, we got so much going on there. Anyway, look, Bronson yeah. Pinchot. Yeah. Oh, Bronson Pinchot. Fucking Tom Sizemore. You know, little Christopher Penn. Yeah. Right. Who, the fuck, who the fuck is Dick? <laughs> you want me to suck his dick? Oh no! Who the fuck is Dick? When he's driving around with that chick blowing him, all that coke fucking sprays all over his face. You fucking whore! That's just great. After all I've done for you, you You fucking whore! whore. Oh my god! And then James Gandolfini, God bless, God rest, James. Uh, You you want to stick it in me? Stick it in Daddy. Oh my god! Stick it in me. That was our introduction to Tony Soprano. And oh my uh, god! Seriously, vicious. this. Yeah. Listen. So look, just it's very important that we uh that we we let you guys know about a little matrix chain gun action for you while we the bullets while we flying. Leave. Yeah, the bullets are flying and the nice slow-mo shots and then the uh beautiful all that all that great stuff. So, listen, this is Wes and I'm old boy. And we love you guys. We Thank love you. this. Thank you for to- tuning in. Thank and, you for uh, listening to us, Vent. You will hear more of us. You can fucking guarantee that. Uh, we're not going anywhere. Just prepare yourselves. We're going to break every rule that's out there. This um, is true. And uh, and we're going to try to get to you every week. That That's that's the plan, man. That's the yeah. plan, Stan. Go to VoicesFilm.com. Say thank you to That'll Play for being so fucking awesome. That'll Play.com. Go over, check out their... Their website, listen to their podcast weekly. My cousin Matt Candela and co host John Nuzzi. And uh, for this week, we're going to sign off and we're yep. going to say later on, y'all. Ciao. Take it easy. Rock out. Out.